Okay, so now we just need an intro. Uh, something like... Friendly sparring with Leo and Joe's. Friendly sparring. The friendliest sparring with Leo and Joe's. Friendly sparring. That's it. Ah, all right, cool. Let's start the show. Yep. Welcome to the Friendly Sparring Podcast. The podcast where we pick your favorite Russian politician and do a deep dive into their connection to MMA. I'm Juice, and this is Leo. And that's not what we do, but if we were... Yeah. Korean I couldn't Zidane, even I couldn't even racistly come up with a Russian name. Like <laughs> in my head, like in my head, I was like trying to think of like a Russian. That's good. And I was like, well, I can't think of any name. That would be that would be too offensive and I would get canceled pretty quickly. Vladimir Kokoshkush. Kokoshkush. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I heard he likes MMA a lot. <laughs> yeah. Bro, did you see this video? It was so funny. Uh one of the homies in the group chat posted it, and I don't know where they got it from. I think it was a tweet, but uh, like it wasn't someone from MMA Twitter necessarily. Oh, it was a video of Kadyrov visiting like people in the hospital, like his che- like Chechen people, mm-hmm. and someone did a voiceover as if he was like opening up a holistic like health practice. Yeah, it was so fucking funny, and it was like here is Kadyrov right now visiting a Chechen assassin. <laughs> And it was like, okay, here's what you need to do. Put the... oh, wow. <laughs> it was so funny. And someone, like someone that was with him, they were like, maybe we burned some sage. Shut the fuck up. Like, <laughs> it was so good. You got to send me that video. I got to find it. Um, I got to find I'm going to hit the group chat right now. But um, Leo, what did you think of the fights last night? Uh, how are you doing, man? First of all, how are you doing? Uh, I'm pretty good. I'm in space. Yeah, it looks it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you, it looks like you're hovering above Earth. Uh, yeah, I'm definitely hovering above Earth right now. Yeah. I wish I wish that was metaphorical. As in, but like, it's not. I was high. I'm but not. But he's not. He's not high at all, but he's definitely Just hovering above Earth. Yeah. Hovering above Earth. Yeah. Feeling a little spacey right now. But uh, um, you're doing good. Hovering above space, hovering, hovering in space. Uh, how's um, how's Hamlet? How was the first read through? It was great. It was great. And if if I'm honest, uh, we have a lot of work to go. I wish you were just like. And if I'm honest, we're done. We're ready. <laughs> Show goes up uh, in a week. We're ready. I feel I feel bad for this one guy that oh. was there. Oh. Like, oh boy, I can't wait till you go to rehearsal and like two in like three more rehearsals and be like, hey guys, you should check out my podcast. And they're gonna be like, oh my god, is that me? Bro, I have been talking shit about stuff that happens in rehearsals since the MMO days, even before FWM, like since the podcast it's with true. Dodson. No yeah. one listens. Um, and I always put it in my bios in the program too. Like, I'm not hiding anything. That's a good point. Um, but anyway. So go on. How uh, bad is this oh, guy? So, no, 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 he's he's great. I I haven't seen him act, but apparently he's amazing. From based on a, he sent in a like a virtual audition, and B, uh, one of my friends who's also in the cast recommended him and said that he's really talented. Well, I'm saying I feel bad for him. I'm not saying he's bad. I say I feel bad because mm. the the read through, 
so the character he's playing is a character that the director kind of invented is a character of like the troubadour mm. or just someone just like playing music and um I don't know if you remember that the famous line from Hamlet where he's like holding up the skull and it's like, alas, poor Yorick. I knew him well. Um, Yorick is, it was like the King's gesture, mm. gesture, not gesture. <clears throat> no gesture. Yeah. Both. He was a gesturing. He gesture. did gestures for Kings. Yeah. So. He did gestures as a gesture. Um, <laughs> the director had this idea that they could have a troubadour who's like Yorick's ghost just like playing music kind of like in between scenes and things like that uh, but also like that. only hamlet can see him and when hamlet has those like soliloquies where he's supposed to be talking to himself he's talking to the troubadour which i think mm. is pretty cool um but anyway this guy has no lines <clears throat> did not need to be at the first read oh <laughs> like, I was yeah like, that's uh... that's pretty that's pretty yeah that's pretty brutal uh, anyways um Definitely not supposed to talk about that. So it's like keep it under wraps. We're like, no one's really gonna. No one's really listening. Exactly. (laughs) Um, But anyways, um, yeah, life life is good. Yeah, Um, that's great, man. Really excited to to dive into it. Um, The Claudius and the distinction between playing Claudius and King Hamlet is going to be like really challenging. I can't wait to to dive into it. Yeah, that's great. I'm very excited for you, man. Um, Yeah, I'm doing great. How are you? Do you have something to say? <laughs> I don't actually. I have nothing to say. Okay. No, I mean, I, I'm leaving California in a couple of weeks and just prepping for that, selling all my stuff off and getting ready to to, to leave this town. You go to Texas, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It should be fun. Nice. I mean, you know, I get to hang out with Oliver for a month and a half. Um. And then we come back here for Disneyland. So it's, all, you know, it's all, it's all, the plans are all in motion. I'm just, um, it seems a little more daunting than it is, but at the end of the day, it's going to happen, baby. Are you coming back to Disneyland for his birthday or your Yeah, birthday? for his birthday. Nice. Which for his birthday. Are close together, which is why I said that. Like, I'm yes. based on the time I knew it was one of them. Yes, I, I'm, I'm uh, on the 4th of July. Um, I'm on the 17th and and Juice is on the 17th and Oliver is on the 29th. 29th. Uh, that's okay. <laughs> I was close. Yeah, he was pretty close. Uh yeah. Some guy uh yesterday I was I was uh at a at a game gaming store and uh I was selling some of my stuff and the guy goes, "No way, you were born on the 4th of July?" And I said, "Yeah." And he goes, "Oh man, Tom Cruise must be jealous of you." And then I was like, <laughs> "Hey bro, have you seen that movie actually? Like it's not <laughs> what bro fucking comes back from the vietnam war pissed off like fucking disabled (laughs) veteran like fucked up tom cruise must be jealous of me jealous of you well because you can walk yeah yeah exactly i was like damn that was really dark man what a weird thing yeah uh but anyway um (laughs) oh you have a left foot daniel day lewis must be jealous of you yeah well actually i'm sorry you have access to your right foot daniel day lewis must really be jealous of you you drunk fuck what you should have said uh so no, you have a box of chocolates tom hanks might must be jealous of you yeah tom hanks wants to have a word with you yeah. <laughs> stupid these fights were like a box of chocolates because yeah you, you really never, never knew what, you what you're gonna get some of them were those fucking weird coconut uh, flavors 
and some of them were um, at, can I tell you hazelnut something? cream with the drizzle on top. Yeah, but can I also tell you? Yeah. The exception of with the honestly, just for me, not gonna lie, with the exception of four fights, ah, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. So four good ones, and the rest of them are mm, yeah, it's fine. It's okay. fine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> that's about realized. it. Yeah. We didn't even decide which prelims we're going to talk about. Oh, who cares? So I'll just we're doing I'll it live, t- baby. I'll, t- I'll tell you them. I'll tell you which one I I yeah. did. I mean, I I know what I'm going to talk about. All right, which one are you going to talk about? Fucking Alexia Linick, the bow constrictor, bro. Yeah, dude, did it. Hell it yeah. was first of all. Uh. You got you got to root for him because he's Russian and we love them. No, um, we do. We actually love Alexei Olenek on this podcast. He's a great, you know, got that grandpa strength. And guess what? He utilized that grandpa strength. He didn't not not he did the way that he was going after Justin, Jared, 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 Jared Justin, whatever. Kyle Dawkins, Kyle Dawkins. Who cares? <laughs> Same thing. Yeah. <laughs> Same thing. Um, but the way he was going after Jared uh, was like, I was like, man, he's going to get, he's going to get pieced up. And then all of a sudden he just uses the old man's strength, pulls him down and then keeps him down. And there was a couple of scrambles where I was like, Oh shit. Jared, uh, Jared's going to fuck him up. He's going to, he's going to put him in a lock and Nope. Fucking Alexi just kept moving around. It was not one moment where I was worried for Alexi and those gra- grappling exchanges. Dude. He was in control of that whole thing. Yeah, dude. Like, and then when you he think you're about to get this rune, yeah. So watch him and reverse. then, and then when Jared started trying to get up, like he was like trying to move, and like Alexi just kept, like I don't know, like turtle shelling on his back, and then just cinched it up, man. And you gotta be, you gotta be proud of him. It's so great. Yes, dude. I thought he was gonna go for the arm triangle based on the way he slid off mound, went off to the side, and yep. then he scooped up the scarf. Hold. I was like, oh, yeah fucking josh barnett style fucking submission yeah dude it was great and and i I, and you you got to be proud of him and and you know how he how he dedicated the fight to his wife he's like she's been in my corner for 15 years uh for 50 years or 60 years or however long um very sweet and i wish that uh he had let the translator like translate it yes he stumbled through that dude It, it almost took it away like she was like you could tell she knew it was going. She's like, okay, get it out. Let's come on, baby. Yeah, let's, we know. Let's go. We know. Yeah. Uh, dedicate yeah. to me. Yes. Please. I'm gonna I'm gonna bulk bulk constrict your dick tonight, but anyway. Yeah. <laughs> constrict the dick. Um constrict the dick. That's what she's gonna do. No, but uh that's the name yeah, of this I, fucking podcast. I just, you know, I mean, he's a fan fair. I mean, and like honestly, guys, like the amount of victories. I said that was his what 40 something. Yeah. Uh and I can't remember how many submissions he has. Like, it might have been his 46. Most of his victories are by sub. I think he's got like a few TKO and a few decision, but it's like mostly subs. Yeah. So like he's got 10 Ezekiel. Well, I think he came into the UFC with 10 Ezekiel chokes, got two in the UFC. So he's got like 12 Ezekiel chokes. Yeah. And then he's got a few rear naked jokes. He's and that video came out uh, about him showing him the Ezekiel, showing uh, Jared Vanderell the Ezekiel choke in the back. I don't know if you saw that or, or no, some some sort of hold uh, in the back. You should watch it. It's really wholesome. Is it after the fight? Yeah, it's after the fight. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I thought it was before. I was like, this is <laughs> hey, what, what I'm going to do. do. Yeah. 
if you don't get out of it, good luck. You can't stop this. Yeah, he, and guess what? He fucking couldn't. And I, can I tell you something? If he did tell him that, he probably still 100% would have won. He'd be like, oh, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to take this you down and I'm going to scarf hold you. And then they were like, yeah. Here's what will happen. You yeah. will try to shoot on me. I will pull guard. You think you will get mount. I will get the Ezekiel. Yeah. You cannot stop this. <laughs> oh, what? Man. No, no, I'll stop it. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> Damn it. Oh, dude, it's so good. Yeah, apparently um, Jared was throwing up apparently... after the fight. <laughs> you and Patty Pimlet style? Yeah, I guess. Apparently, he was throwing up in a bucket. Someone said that. Or I think someone on the broadcast said it. <laughs> I believe I'm pretty, it. I mean, I'm pretty sure. The fucking um, scarfold, like, compresses your whole shit. Like, yeah. it is not good. No, dude. It was, uh, it was a good good fight i i mean i can't anytime alexi does that it's just like just a reminder of like that 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 his submission game obviously is no joke but like dude the the numbers on this a 46 fight 46 which begs the question just how good is Derek lewis yeah well alexi had him in that scarf fold that same lock for like a minute and he didn't tap yeah because and and Alexi's yeah, gassed his arms. Yeah. yeah. Just gassed up. Hmm. Just burned his arms out. Um, well, Leo, the, the prelim that I wanted to talk about was Anthony Fluffy Hernandez versus Josh Frem. I th- I think I may be able to help with the friend Frem dilemma. Oh, will you? Will you be it's able to friend? There's a D can on you, the end. Can you also help me with the fluffy and fucking Hernandez dilemma <laughs> I'm dealing with over here? Why? Well, first of all, John Anik saying Anthony fucking Hernandez. Oh, yeah. I think, didn't he say that when when uh, we submitted Adolfo Vieira? When he was like, Anthony fucking Hernandez. Yeah. So then for me. You thought that was his nickname? But, well, no. But then they kept saying Anthony fluffy Hernandez. And then I couldn't. And John Anik, the first time he said it was on the broadcast. I was like, he just said again, like on the broadcast, like. Like it's no big deal. Then he said it again. I was like, dude, how is this motherfucker getting away with this? And then I was like, oh, Titanic. fluffy. Yeah. Fluffy. Yeah. Fluffy and fucking kind of sound similar. Now that I think about a it. little bit, not a lot, but, but en- yeah, enough. Yeah. Enough. If, if I know that John Attic was became, had yeah, had, had gotten a little bit more um, yeah, I don't say said famous, but, but just, yeah had everyone was laughing that he said it and it made the broadcast. And now that I was like, is he just going to like, oh, I'll just lean into it, bro. The best part in the fucking post interview with Joe Rogan was like, we all thought you were maybe going to gas out, keeping up that pace, but it looks like you could go for a few more rounds. And he just goes an hour. <laughs> like, I was like, okay. Like he's tested or whatever. And then Joe, Joe fucking Rogan is like, Oh, uh, you should you should fucking whatever that strength and conditioning routine you're on fucking sell that bottle it up and sell it or whatever. And yeah. he just goes, yeah, it's at my gym. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, that's what we do. <laughs> like, yeah, but he he tore through. Oh my god, dude! I kind of mean, the same thing to be honest with you. Like, it, they they had it right. Like Josh seemed to be a little bit more polished on the feet. Uh, mm-hmm. But Anthony was relentless with that takedown. Yeah, and I was like, okay, uh, 
you think you're a wrestler now like you submit you submit the black belt hunter and you think you're a wrestler now and he just he was relentless and i was like oh damn no he's got it like and there was that like the fucking one of the other reasons i want to talk about this fight is the pendulum shift when it was like all anthony for like a round and a half and then Uh somewhere mid through that second round josh fucking uh reversed it and got on top and i was like okay dude we got ourselves a fight and then yeah and it just wasn't anything like anthony closed around strong and the third round was another mauling like he really beat the shit out of that guy (laughs) oh yeah it was um close to josh for for not tapping to some of the submissions the reverse triangle wasn't close he he didn't have the right angle on it at the end but i was like how fucking cool would that be if you got the reverse triangle because i don't think there has been one in the ufc there's been a few in mma Mm -hmm. but i don't think in the ufc yeah, I thought I thought it was um, a pretty good back and forth on their part. Um, and then I'm also thinking about like, obviously everyone's making fun of Ian Gary for being like, "Hey, you set him up, and I'll knock him down." And everyone's like, "Didn't even knock out Dan Weeks." Oh my god, dude, that that was so hilarious to me. You know what? What was also I was looking for is because like in the middle of the press conference, not the or the, uh, the press conference that was like pre, you know, the pre-fight during you know fight week mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, he was like, there's only three people that's good on the mic. There's only two people that's better than me is Connor and Chael. None of them are better than me. Like, I was like, okay, let's see what you can do. And he just says this vanilla ass fucking yeah, thing. Like, boring. Thank you, Jacksonville. Yeah, la, la, boring. La, la, la. Wrong. He's captivating. Like, he has a good, like, energy about him. But don't fucking set that by a... I was gonna say buy of a heart, set that high of a bar for yourself and not clear it like that, dude. Come on. Like and also like you also have to win in spectacular fashion. Yeah. Like Darren was giving you a lot of problems. (laughs) Like Yeah, he was. I mean to be honest, I thought he was in control of the fight for most of it, but dude, is Ian Gary has a problem that a lot of like pale white dudes have. He fucking bleeds easily. Yeah. Like Especially, dude, when he gets hit in the mouth, <laughs> I swear to God, it looks like he has herpes. Because he does. I thought that on his debut fight. <laughs> I thought on this fight. You heard it. Yeah, you heard it here first on this podcast. Ian Gary has herpes, everyone. Yeah, Ian Gary has herpes. Uh, nobody does her. Head. Nobody does herpes better than Ian Gary than Chael Sonnen and Conor McGregor. You heard it here first. Nobody does herpes better than him. That's what he meant. <laughs> That's what he actually meant. <laughs> Like he's all about fucking finishing the the Connor quotes when he was like, oh yeah, this is the takeover part two, whatever. The, what that fucking that Connor quote that's like, none of them think like I think, none of them move like I move, yeah. none of them got herpes like I like do. I got the, like I got herpes. Oh. <laughs> Everyone's like, wait, what was that last part? Let's keep moving. Yeah. What the I hell? said what I said. Anyway, Sean Shelby, Sean Shelby, give me herpes. Oh damn it. I can't get off the subject. Um, that's so stupid. Shout out to uh, my beautiful wife. Couldn't have done it without her piece. I mean, <laughs> what is happening, Ian Gary? Just get off the I microphone. I know. Yeah, that was a train wreck to be honest of, of a post interview. Decent performance. Like I, I didn't hate yeah. it. I mean, like, like you said, if you're gonna say set him up and I'll knock him down, like <laughs> and you didn't you do that. You gotta finish <laughs> the guy that you just yeah. like that is really funny. Uh, Michael Bisping said something on his podcast one time, which I always think about when when someone whenever someone has like a weird thing that doesn't match the performance of their fight. Like so he's like, sometimes you have a line in your head before the fight, and oh, yeah, it's I'm sure. so good. Like he said when he fought Matt Hamill, 
like obviously Bisping won the Ultimate Fighter, but everyone thought Matt Hamill was going to win it, and so there was this like controversy when they fought. Matt beat him, but it was a very close split decision where some people thought he actually lost. But he had this line in his head. He was like, oh, I guess I'm all, I always was the real ultimate fighter or whatever. And like, because he didn't actually dominate the fight, people were like, boo, you suck. <laughs> That's great. Uh, I love I love it when that. Happens. Oh, by the way, also new graphics for the UFC. Yeah. Um, so, at, you know, here's the thing. The middle graphics I liked. The fighters moving was was like way like so 2004. Is it? Because I yes. thought that it wasn't. Like, Them mo- that ever I don't since know. 2004, they've been so static and they looked old. Like yeah, even, even I don't know. Them is, moving is kind like of a weird. Few years ago, before they like re- did the first revamp, mm-hmm. the the pictures were looking like 2D and garbage. I was like, right? Did you get the worst photos of these dudes? The the movement like, is weird because. <laughs> Because a lot of the fighters didn't know when the recording stopped, so their eye line would go into a weird spot. Like they'd That's always, they gotta find they, They'd always be like, "Yeah, yeah." <laughs> what is the happening? funniest one to me was was Zombie and Volk. Yeah, <laughs> because Volk started posing with the belt and like subtly moving, not really moving at all. Yeah, exactly. Was, like, oh, is his broken or whatever? Like, yeah, I was yeah. watching Zombie like be all hype or whatever, and then I was like, look, I was like, oh no, he is moving just very little. Yeah, that's what I say. It's weird. It's a, it's, it's kind of yeah. weird. But I, I did like the, the round differentiation, like on the bottom with the, mm. each yeah. one like being, uh, yeah. like a different, uh, different rectangle. color. Yeah, yeah, the, the, because that honestly. I was con- I would always be confused when mm-hmm. I saw the previous graphics. I'd be like, "So what round are we on?" Yeah, then it would just show that little R two or R three, whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was that was cool. And the only reason why I bring that up is um, just because I, I oh, and also like a little slightly different music. Um, so mm-hmm. you know, UFC's doing some small tweaks. Yeah. Uh, About goddamn time. Let's uh, let's move on to this main event. Vince, the main card. Let's move on to this main event. This main card event. Um, Vince Pichel and Mark Madsen. Huh. Um, <laughs> Vince Pichel's funny. Uh, in the fight, he was funny just because he was yeah. like, you better watch out, motherfucker, which I thought was funny. And then in the third round, whenever, whenever Mark Madsen was, like you said, wrestle fucking him and wrestle fucked him, he did. Yeah. It was just like, this motherfucker won't get off me <laughs> is what he said or something. I don't remember to the, that. He, to the extent he's like, he's just laying on me. See, like he was so like pissed off. Um, That's so funny, dude. Yeah. This fight was, um, was fine. Matt Madsen is now undefeated. Yeah. 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 What's going on? Wait, now undefeated or still undefeated? Still undefeated. No, it? I guess. Yeah, still. He was defeated. And then he decided yeah. to become undefeated. <laughs> <laughs> he, he said, you know, I'm undefeated because I'm undefeated. Don't worry about it. Yeah, um, fucking Sean O'Malley. Mark, Mark O'Malley. Yeah, exactly. Um, they used to have they used to say Mark O'Madison. Then they just changed it to Mark Madsen. Uh, what was I going to say? <laughs> I'm confused. I don't know. It, well, his name is his, his, name, his last name. If, like. It was, oh, like, maybe. But I think his middle initial is actually O. I'd be so confused. I'd be like, "What? What do you?" What it do wasn't O it? like O'Malley, like O apostrophe. Oh, I know. Like middle initial O. Yeah. What I was gonna say is like, while you're watching, I couldn't watch the prelims live. 
Mm-hmm. I was uh, seeing a good friend of mine in a, in a show. She's amazing. Xanadu, if anyone knows that show. Xanadu. Very niche, like cult classic show. One of those. Bro, I went to the bar. It was all the way like, I don't know, 50 minutes away from my house. So I went to the closest bar that I saw that was showing the fight instead of going to my local one because I didn't want to because we literally got out like just before 10 when it was about to start. And I was like, I got to go wherever's closest. And I sat down on my chair right as they were kind of going over the main event. I was like, okay, fucking finally made it. Perfect. But the dude, the vibes were off. And it was the same like chain. It was this place called MJ's that I go to, but it was like not my local one. The uh-huh. vibes were off. Killing it was it. like it was so weird, dude. Like there was it was a bunch of old dudes. The bartenders were really old and they were like talking shit. The guy was like, Yeah, this is street fighting. This ain't fucking classy. No, I'm used to, I used to be a boxer, like whatever. That was the fucking guy that I tweeted, dude. I can't. We'll get there with like the main event, but like uh no, actually it wasn't in the main event. It was when the main card started, right? Because yeah. whenever the main card starts, that's when you text. I was like, We are live tweet. Uh, for UFC 273. Volkanovski versus the Korean zombie, whatever. This fucking guy. You like how, by the way, you like how I mimed a mic and I actually have a mic. Yeah, I have one. Yeah. <laughs> it's so stupid. Um, but anyway, um, as soon as Bruce Buffer said Volkanovski, this fucking guy goes, Madagoski. Mm. <laughs> like, bro, what the fuck is wrong with you? Bye, uh, bye. But yeah, there was this fucking. There was this fucking old racist guy next to me all night just saying the most dumb shit. And I was like, bro, please stop. I could I couldn't I couldn't handle it. What do you have and, to say and about the, and Vince? He was talking with, and he was talking with that Madagascar bartender all night about like quote the good old days when he used to be a bartender. And the, the guy was like, I bet you used to I used to I bet you used to kill it when you were younger. He was like, Yeah, we used to have a chalkboard of who would get laid at night when I was a bouncer. I was like, yeah, the fuck? He's like, yeah, yeah the 70s was, were wild. Yeah, 70s were wild. Yeah, I remember looking at women's asses and just grabbing them, and nobody said anything about anything. That's I was exactly like, how they were like, what the fuck? This whole place is canceled. The whole fucking shit is canceled. I was like, well, you have it on the TV, again. so I'm staying. Yeah, exactly. I was like, it's fucking too late now. Um, literally, if there was, if I knew for a fact there was somewhere next door that was showing it, I would have gone. But like, but you're like, it's MJ's. I, I like, got to go. around and find out. Yeah. Okay, so but you stayed. I thought the fight was okay. The first fight, uh, Pichelle and, and Madison. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was fine. It just to be honest with super you, eventful. Yeah, Madison didn't dominate as much as I thought he would. I really thought that like Pichelle would have a hard time keeping him off of him, and like I forgot that Madison is so green in the striking, um, and that he's mm. just like a dominant wrestler, and doesn't really have much on the feet that Vince was worried about. It, well. Except the takedown. So, like, I remember Vince being a more, more polished striker, and I could tell he was really worried about the takedown. He was not letting off a lot. It made just made the striking exchanges super weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, but I mean, like I said, for me, I I, I was just like, yeah, this is, could be could be on any any fight fight card. It just happens to be on the main event of this one. Is how I felt. Just kind of weird. Yeah, that's kind of how this 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 was a sort of a weak pay per view. We had the top three fights were like gold. Yeah, but the other ones, um, we were supposed to get. Now that I'm remembering, we're supposed to get um, Kelvin Gastelum versus Nasodin Imavov, and then mm-hmm. Fluffy, or maybe this was last week. 
I don't know, but Fluffy was was fighting uh, Dracus Duplessis. Mm-hmm. Uh, Duplessis, by the way, Duplessis, confirmed on Ariel show. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why we got that Josh Fremd fight. Uh, yeah, I don't want to talk about Pichelle and Mattson anymore. That fight sucked. Yeah, moving on. Um, Mackenzie Dern and Tisha Torres. Great fight. Um, Great fight. Uh, I think, personally, I, I scored it for <clears throat> Torres. But a close fight is not a robbery. Yeah, I agreed. Yeah, uh, I mean, on that note, I'm, I usually wait till the forum. I'm gonna play a fucking message from T Cross right now. Oh, great! Another week, another fight card, another message from me. That's not a question, but more a comment. But if you scream robbery after every single fight that goes to decision, I hope nothing good happens to you or your family for the rest of all of your existence. Bye. <laughs> that's pretty harsh but i understand <clears throat> it's funny too we were texting about it uh about that fight uh he was like yeah i had during winning and i was like well i had torres winning but it's not a robbery it's not yeah no it's it's no but i will say that uh tisha torres getting out of that that fucking um arm bar yeah the the yeah there's arm bar well, she escaped a few submissions. The Kimura. Kimura. Oh, the Kimura. the Kimura was really. Yeah, was really. That bad. was really fucking bad. Yeah, but like I was that's surprised. Who she is like I was not worried. Like Tisha Torres has not been finished <clears throat> for a reason. It's not like she's never been in tough positions. She just she's good. Yeah, she is tough. Like she was not about to have that. It was so funny too. Like a lot of people are picking Dern by sub, obviously, because that's what she does. Um, Forgetting that Tisha Torres is like really hard to submit, but there I was in the split decision podcast with our boy Phil and uh, his co-host Fikey, and they were arguing about the ability to, like, whether or not Tisha could be armbarred. Oh, okay. He was like, "Have you seen her arms? They're short and buff. You you can't armbar that." <laughs> right. Like, yeah. Which we kind of saw, to be honest with you. Yeah, because. Mackenzie had it pretty pretty tight and then even like was switching positions while she was on her holding holding her in the air uh, and I was yeah. like oh this is yeah and nothing happened I was like all right well guess that's the real deal yeah, I thought McKenzie it was a really good fight top. though um I I was happy to see like I was like I don't know I, I really didn't think you think Tisha won but I was like okay and then Mackenzie Dern bought her baby in the octagon and I was like all right that's fine. That's fine. <clears throat> Forgiving. Although I will say, normally, I mean, I don't know how how young her kid is, what age they are. Mm-hmm. Usually, when you see little kids in the octagon, like little ones, they have the little earmuffs uh, on, yeah, noise canceling ear earphones on to like make sure they don't fucking bleed out or, or have deaf deaf from the from the sound of the theater, yeah, the arena. But you love still see her fucking man <laughs> needs a haircut, dude. <laughs> that that fucking huge, the biggest afro I've ever seen. It looked fake, like just so curly, just like fucking like it was sideshow Bob. Like got it. I was yeah. like, no, dude, just it's coming from no. a guy with long hair. And like, <clears throat> cut, we're dude. talking off mic. I'm gonna cut, I'm gonna cut it soon. Yeah, he's gonna be cut. Well, maybe. Well, yeah. No, I'm gonna say I can't. Can't put that out of the universe. I said I'm auditioning for a show um, called Hair. If you guys don't know, it's a musical about hippies mm-hmm. um, in the 60s and 70s, or like mm-hmm. late 60s. 
yeah in the 60s and uh, i was like well if i don't get it then i'll cut my hair but so, there's a very high chance that he'll get a yeah there's a very high chance yeah well, why wouldn't you fucking cast someone with long that? hair <clears throat> yeah uh moving on to literally fight of the night because it was actually fight of the night oh my god uh, i was so good yeah gilbert burns versus hamza chemaev uh wow Three rounds of just insane back and forth. After the, uh, I want to say after the third minute of the first round, I was like, okay, like this is pretty good. And then it just kept getting better from there because obviously the test was was passed from, yes. from Gilbert to not be completely mauled by Hamza, which is what I, at first I was like, within the first couple of minutes, I was like, Oh man, Hamzat is really just imposing everything he can on him, moving him around. You know, all that strength was popping up, and then Gilbert got out of all those situations. And then when the when he started punching back, I was he's, like, he's oh. a great grappler himself, dude. Yeah, the, the the time when he fucking push kicked him off with the from the yep. bottom in the chest, I was like, this motherfucker's legit. Yeah, dude. And, and for me, like this was what we needed to see from Hamzat, and I think, you know. If he had steamrolled Gilbert, then I'd be like, "Oh, he's ready for the title." Right. But he did not. And uh, but honestly like that that's okay. It's right. still impressive to to show that. And I don't think that like this this to me shows that he's not ready for Usman at least right now. Mm-hmm. Or at least if he is, like if you want to give it to him like Burns was right number 2, like if you want to give it to him after Leon Edwards, that's fine. He probably wants to stay active, and uh, they're not fighting until later because Kamaru's injured, I think. Mm-hmm. So that's fine. But I think he needs one more. I think he needs like Colby. Yeah, I agree. But but Dave, Dave L and I were talking yesterday, and he thinks that that Burns was more of a test for Chimaev than Colby is. Yeah, probably. Um, so we'll see how that. I think he just still needs like another name, another like top right. contender in the division. Um, just as far as that goes, like, yeah, Burns is, is stronger than Colby. Honestly, mm-hmm. Burns is a tough fight for Colby as well. Like, yeah. Uh, but Burns is maybe stronger than Colby because he's got that fucking those huge arms <clears throat> um, and more of a submission threat, better striking, mm-hmm. you know, more knockout power. Uh, Colby presents like different challenges. Yeah. I think it's based on what we saw, I think Hamza would destroy Colby. Yeah, probably, but but that is definitely the fight that should happen next. Yeah, uh, to be honest with yeah. you, if they make that fight, I I want to see it because whatever happens, like as much as I'm like now, I'm fully sold on Hamza being a contender after this. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, yeah, you passed the test, let's go. I'm still not truly a fan of his, and I'm definitely wanting to see him lose. I don't know why. Uh, definitely want to see him lose, and I always want to see. Colby I don't lose, know so. if he's like I said. I don't know if it's going to be to Colby. Well, no, I don't know either. But um, I don't. I don't think it will be. But anyway, um, now on to less controversial situations, I guess. And I mean, a lot of people had Jan winning, but no. But, uh, but honestly, like, what I mean, not to you know what Sterling was doing to win was boring. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> not to be rude, you know, like, don't like he's neutralizing what Peter Jan is good at. Piotr, what Piotr Jan is good at. Peter or Piotr is fine with me. Yeah, Peter is uh, not fine. Never Peter said Peter is fine. 
but no, but Petter's he just fun. he was just Piotr was just neutralized. I mean, sorry, Aljamain was just uh, neutralizing what Piotr does. You know? Well, the reason and, why the, some of those grappling changes were boring <laughs> is that Piotr Piotrian has really good defense uh, yeah. for for like sub defense, um, and and the gloves make it really hard to get those chokes in. He was working. I don't think it was boring to me at all. I, I was, I thought it was very engaging as far as what we wanted to see because the way Aljo like quick sub <clears throat> San Hagen in the fight before Jan, that's what I thought could happen mm-hmm. in the first fight. When it didn't, I was like, wait a minute, what? And so mm-hmm. now we got to see that. And I think that was exactly what we wanted. Honestly, for me, I'm more than happy with the decision. Yeah. I, uh, uh, I'm very interested to see. I mean, obviously he called out TJ. Let's see what happens. Uh, I, I don't know how I feel about TJ winning that belt, but it does make me feel better that if, you know, the top, you know, four or five are switched around and whatnot and Tang- Ten Hagen gets another title shot at TJ Dillashaw for the belt, that'd be cool. Although I don't see that happening anytime soon. And I also don't see, I also don't know if, I think, uh, Aljamain would probably beat TJ as well now. Yeah, based on the the, the last performance that we saw of TJ, the Sanhagen fight, I don't know how much of that was like rust or whatever. You know, TJ just had surgery, so we don't we don't know how he's gonna look. Yeah, like uh, TJ in his prime, probably fucking <clears throat> dog walks Aljo, but TJ's not in his prime anymore. Yeah, exactly. Um, but uh, you know, it was overall a a pretty okay fight. I was just like, okay, like, especially yeah. after, you know, Hamza and Burns, I was just like, right. Anything after that madness is going to be lackluster. But with that being said, moving on, I mean, do you have anything else to say about the Aljamain Sterling? And no, yeah. just moving fine. on to the main Finally event. We got the resolution. Um, goodness. Uh, Alexander Volkanovsky is so fast. Like, yes. Uh, I mean, just. Every jab and every every punch he was throwing, I was like, man, this guy's on a He's so level. technical and such an athlete. Yeah. Like, we've seen, like, people that are really athletic coming from other sports, like Reyes, other uh, people can, like, close the gap skill-wise. Mm-hmm. Volk has the athlete- athleticism and the skill. Right. Like, he is definitely one of those guys that, brings that different level of athlete coming from rugby and all that good stuff. Um, and he's explosive. He's fast, but he's also really fucking good. He trains with the best, one of the best striking gyms in my opinion right now. And he just has a, a great mind, great fight IQ. Um, thank God Herb Dean was fucking merciful, dude. Shame yeah. on Korean zombies corner for not stopping the fight in between the third and the fourth round or whatever. If I got something in the fourth round. Yeah. If I got something yeah. in the fourth round. Yeah. yeah. By the end of the third round, I was like, okay, he's fucking done. We don't need any more of this fight. Uh, I'm sorry. No, I don't care who he is. I don't care how many. He is getting lit up, and there is no path to victory here. Mm-hmm. And so as soon as the first exchange gets wobbled on the feet, Herb Dean did a standing TKO. God bless Herb Dean. That was one of the better stoppages he's had in a really yes. long time because he's had th- some really bad ones. I think that also like stoppages on the feet um... – yeah, uh, are are one of those weird ones, but I think this one was like very yeah. well suited. It's it's one of those things where like, if you have a stoppage on the ground, it's hard to like contest it, you know. But with a standing TKO, 
it's very easy to be like, oh, I was you. He was still yeah. out. You want that finality? Like, even on the fucking uh, Amanda Nunes versus uh, Ronda Rousey fight, people were saying it was like a too early stoppage because she was still standing. I was like, oh, no, man. she was fucking gone. And that's it. Like, when you have that merciful, like, stoppage like that, it's so good. Like, uh, fucking Jessica Andrade against Jessica Penne, standing TKO, UC 199. So good. And also, also if, uh, if, uh korean zombie hadn't been rocked before that i would have been like no that makes no sense right but he was rocked like at least three or four times several times yeah. each round yeah it yeah. was not looking good for him yeah and volk was so. taking him down as well like there was there was no yeah he had nothing the game plan yeah had, had had nothing for him also did you hear about the the translation that um that what what korean zombie said after after joe rogan interviewed him he said that uh he doesn't think he's going to be fighting for the championship anymore. And he wants to think about what he's fighting for moving forward is what he actually like said. Um, yeah. I've heard people say that. I've heard that like the translator was like being merciful. Yeah. About not saying about that. Cause he, that's, I mean, that's probably, I mean, you know, cause I saw seeing Korean zombie, first of all, cry at the very end of everything. And then like keeping the camera on him when he's on the thing. I was like, I know they don't so need sad. to do that dude. Yeah. It's so sad. And then I was like, and then whenever these, these reports of, what he actually said i was like oh okay that makes a lot more sense as to why he's crying because it's like it's not just oh i lost you know it's like i i don't i'm changed forever from this and i don't want i don't know what i want to do anymore you know so you know good on him for stepping up uh i I have to assume that the trilogy is next for volk um for max yeah yeah maybe probably most likely most likely, but uh, I'm trying to think who else. Who else do you think could? Well, we have a question about that oh, in okay. the forum, so right. I don't, don't want to spoil that. But yeah, um, I have overall, some overall, I thought this was a pretty good um, pay per view. Uh, it was, yeah, it was all right. There's something that yeah, about, the best, about but... yeah. There's something about the spectacular nature of some of the some of the fight nights that have been happening over the last, you know, last couple of weeks that I was like, okay, these are really like some things that happen spectacularly. Um, and uh, I don't know. <clears throat> I said, if it wasn't for that Burns to my thing, I, I think a lot of people would have been like, Oh, uh, well, I guess I'm never paying for UFC. Anymore. Right. Exactly. Like, oh, this is a pay-per-view. Keep it. Yeah. Keep it. Yeah. Yeah. Let's put this next weekend. Um, but anyway, uh, good on them wish for... you could ask for your money back for pay-per-views if the fight sucked like, you should just tell yeah and i'm not satisfied no yeah satisfaction guaranteed your money back guess what i want that money back yeah i mean no i do i was gonna say maybe no but i do it wasn't it wasn't as spectacular as i wanted it to be no it's pretty lackluster pretty lackluster with like i said with the exception of that that burns Chimaev and Alexi and the Mackenzie Dern and as far as like top tier fights. Yeah. Those are, those are the ones that were like, I really I enjoyed like, oh. the fluffy fight as well. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That was pretty good. Yeah. Huh. I, I, I totally forgot until you said that he had said that about his last like Anthony fucking Hernandez. I'm telling you, dude, I thought he was just leaning in. I was like, wow, that's cool that they're letting him lean in. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Me. Well, I think it's time for us to take our break. And then when we come back, we're going to start up the beautiful forum. Yeah. 
and we're back we sure are ladies and gentlemen the forum starts now before we get into our voice questions like we normally do i have a question from our old homie shane tara on ig don't want to forget that he said question for the pod if mark kerr the wrecking machine uh ken shamrock and chuck liddell it might be smashing machine anyway mm-hmm. mark kerr Ken Shamrock and Chuck Liddell were all in a three-way cage fight in three months, like fight circus or something. Who would win? Chuck Liddell. Who is it? Chuck Liddell. Chuck Liddell, Ken Shamrock, and Mark Kerr. This one is tough for me because I think Chuck Liddell is the youngest. I was going to say Chuck anyway. But he is battle-worn. And we saw from that third Tito fight, boy, that was not. Although if he's fighting, he could probably wreck fucking Ken Shamrock and Mark Kerr still. Yeah. I think he still could. I still, think the, I still think the Iceman cometh. Yeah, you still think the Iceman cometh on, on their faces? Yeah, on, on Shamrock's face. I was going to say... Depends on what kind of supplements they let them have. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, Shamrock on the juice. If it's a fight circus, if you put yeah, Shamrock yeah. on the juice. Yeah. Not only is it called fight circus, it's literally in Thailand. Two things that are like fucking, we don't care about drug testing. Yeah. And he call and, and when he takes the juice, he calls it the Shamrock shake. The Shamrock shake. What he does. Dude. Are you, are you guys talking about me doing steroids? You know, you mean the Shamrock shake? Can you imagine him going up to Jack in the Box and being like, can I get a me shake? <laughs> I'm sorry, who are you? Do you know who I am? You, no, we don't. That's who I asked. I'm Ken shake. Shamrock. And then you're like, that's at McDonald's, not at Jack in the Box. Jack in the box. I thought it was a Jack <laughs> Box. Shamrock <laughs> shake. Wasn't it also Jack in the Box? It said everywhere. They, they said, just... I remember distinctly Mint. going to that fucking... A chocolate mint uh, milkshake is yeah. a shamrock shake. Yeah. Chocolate mint. I remember distinctly going to the fucking Jack in the Box on Sunset and Coenga and getting a shamrock shake. Really? Yeah. Oh, you know what? I I think I, I do remember. But I don't know if it's called the shamrock shake. I think it was called the, um, the Irish fuck. <laughs> Isn't there a shot called the Irish fuck? There's the Irish car bomb. The there is the Irish fuck. car bomb. I think there's I think there's one called the Irish fuck. I'm not gonna lie. Because obviously you know the adios motherfucker. Wow, yeah. wow, a shot called adios motherfucker. Yeah. Come on, guys. What are we doing here, huh? Dude, it's the fucking perfect name for that because it's like all the alcohol. It's like you think <laughs> we, the fucking... There might as be there might as well be called a, a shot called Dunka shithead. <laughs> Imagine so the show is just like this shot's called goodbye. This yeah, called, but that's what go I mean, like, to sleep, my friend. Yeah, just weird, like just mixing two languages. Fuck it. <laughs> Dunka shit, Ed. <laughs> now I get that. <laughs> I think you're saying like Dunka, like thank you in German. I thought you were just saying like fucking make it up more like Dunka Dunka. No, like, no, on, no, like fucking make it like no, like the yeah. actual language, the Deutsch language saying Dunka. Yeah. Dun- mm-hmm. it, it, oh, have you guys had the Dunka shithead? <laughs> Have you heard the have you heard the yippee kaye motherfuckers? Stupid. I'm trying to think of other 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 accents or not other accents, other languages. 
Nangua. Nangua. I got a I got a Nangua shot. Oh dude, Nangua. Nangua asshole. That was bad timing on that. Um thing you did there. It was very on bad. On the timing. I think? Yeah, Why? it was very bad timing. You're like Why? oh Nangua. Oh yeah, it's good. It's bad timing. Yeah, it was my bad. fault. Whoops. I, I thought it was. It was I could tell it was genuine rubbing your eyes, but I was like, it's bad timing. Well, patrons get to see that I'm racist. Yeah, well, and everybody gets to know that I'm racist by talking about it. Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> Shamrock, <laughs> Shamrock. Uh, if it's if, if, if he's on the shake, if he's on the Shamrock <laughs> shake, Shamrock shake. If he's on the Shamrock shake, if not, Chuck Liddo. Yeah. Fucking a. Did you say Lydell like Oscar De La Hoya? Huh? It sounded like you said Chuck Lydell. Yeah, it's Lydell. It's Liddell. Yeah, Lydell. Bro, Oscar De La Hoya said that when they had him in Golden Boy, and it drove me fucking insane. He was like, Lydell. yeah, we have Tito Ortiz and Chuck Lydell. 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 It's Chuck Liddell. Lydell. Okay, the Iceman cometh on your chin. Ah. <laughs> Fucking a. All right, here is our first voice question. Here we go. Let's get it. Hey, Juice Taylor, this is Cakes. Uh, random mention. I was going through episode 54, Meat Force, a gem of an episode, if I do say so myself. You mentioned uh, drunk history with Fallout Boy, and I had to just put this out there. I too was on drunk history. I will not let you know what episode or anything else. I just wanted to point that out because it was a fun fact. So there you go. You guys are amazing, and I hope you have a great rest of your day. And I'm totally going to send another question as soon as I watch the fight tonight. Yeah, yeah. Okay, bye. Wow. She did not send another one. Thanks for the question. Tell us which one. Yeah, (laughs) or or, like, uh, I'm a little bit confused, like, I'm I'm very confused. Were you were you in the episode? Like, were you like one of the people in the episode, not telling the story, or were you someone telling a story? Because oh, those are two I, very different things. I you would have imagine be, that she was in, in the episode. In the episode is like reenacting or whatever. Yeah, was an But even so, yeah, huh. it's both still amazing. But I just I want to know which one. I want to know the top. I want to watch it. Yeah, please let us know and let everybody it's know. Not like there's like. A couple of seasons of ten episodes each. Yeah, a it's a lot. Ton of it's drunk a lot history. Of drunk episodes. history. Yeah. Also, that's only, okay. I, th- I think I've only ever seen them on YouTube. I think it was on Comedy Central or something. I, I don't know where to watch. Yeah, dude. Once it once it took off, like Drunk History was online for a little bit. It was only on Funny or Die, that's and then right. it took it's, off. Yes, it started out online. That's right. And yeah, and then, then it took off on its own. Yeah, on a show, and then it, and then that show lasted, I think, like five or six seasons. Yeah. Let me see if I can look at my IMDb to see how many fucking uh seasons are because this would be crazy all right yeah and definitely look up on, on imdb the name cakes yeah to see if that comes oh, up as that's any a actor good point. maybe i can see if she has an imdb page yeah uh From 72 it. episodes across six seasons yeah so yeah definitely let us know <laughs> let us know uh but i'm gonna i'm gonna check one other thing here off the record um no she doesn't have an id page i thought she would all right um thank you cakes definitely let us know what fucking episode that was yeah we'll put it up on the patreon 
I already played the one from T-Cross. That's hilarious. All right, here is uh, our boy Ty Fly Guy. Hey, what's up, Juice and Leo? It's Ty from the Front Kicks and Throat Cuddles podcast. So many salty fans out there hoping that Alderman Sterling was going to lose that fight and he wins by split decision. And then when he wins by split decision, they call robbery. Granted, I have to watch that first round once again just to make sure. But from what I saw, I think Sterling won that fight. Definitely rounds two and three. Round two, I would say, was a 10-8 round. Judges didn't agree, but it is what it is. So my question for you guys is, what is next for both Aldermaine Sterling and Peter Yawn? Do you entertain a third fight, or do you pair them up with someone else? Let me know. Love the show. I'll catch you all later. Peace. Yeah, third fight is out of the question for why? me. Well, not just like immediately. Like why? Immediate, do it? yeah. Immediate, no. no. The third fight is there. It's it's like McGregor Diaz. Like it's there. You know. Yeah. That's a heated rivalry. You can always go to that well. Yeah, uh, I think uh, TJ we spent is next. Way too long on this fucking weird title situation. Like, let's move on. Yeah, it's true. That's a good point. That's a really good point. Um, yeah, I'd say TJ's next for Aljo. I think that's probably going to be the thing that makes the most sense. Uh, yeah. And then Sandhagen for again. Right, let's do it again. Do it again, brother. What about uh, what about <clears throat> Rob Font? Oh, yeah. Rob Font versus uh, Piotr. That's a good one. That's a fucking great fight. I want credit for that if they make that. Yeah, that's a pretty good fight. I have a feeling though Jan will just sit out and wait. He'll pull a Stipe. He'll just sit out and wait to give the rematch of the title. Yeah, and never acknowledge Curtis Blades. (laughs) Bro, I'm still laughing about that. Honestly, speaking of still laughing, you've heard the phrase, chew the scenery, right? No, I haven't. You know the phrase? No. Uh, it's an acting. It's like whenever someone is like overacting, they're saying, "Oh, they're chewing up oh, all the scenery." It's like handing okay. it up. Yeah. Now I understand. In fucking Xanadu last night, it's a show that doesn't take itself too seriously. Right. And they're fucking in a in this abandoned theater or whatever, and there's like a a little piece of scenery. And one of the girls comes in and is like, oh, some scenery. And just starts gnawing on it. I thought it was the most hilarious fucking thing. You know, I love a good pun. That was yeah. so funny to me. Oh, my God. It was so funny. <laughs> but yeah, I'm still laughing at Curtis Blades fucking calling out Stipe respectfully as well. Being like, yeah. Stipe, I respect the hell out of you. Well, I got to be like you. I might have to beat you. Or like... Steve being like, oh, you know, parking is going to be a fucking mess. Yeah, I, I gotta like, go, yeah. <laughs> take the selfie, fucking like, oh, hey, thanks for coming. I'm, I'm fucking getting out of here. Like, yeah, yeah. Wow. Oh, my God, that was so funny. And the camera followed him, too. Yeah, I know. How do you people. not, in the truck, be like, uh, okay, he's clearly not into this. Let's cut back. Let's f- kill the other camera. No, they're like, stay on Steve. Don't lose him. Yeah, I have uh, yeah, I have, I have Piotr Jan doing something like that. Oh, my God. Imagine, imagine they fly Jan out to fucking Rob Font's next fight. Rob Font, mm-hmm. that's a sick ass promo. And Jan's like, 
just leaves. Yeah, just walking out the thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. And you know, it'll probably be in the apex, so he won't even like have to go very far. <laughs> he won't even have to go through a crowd. I'll he's like, like, he's uh, like, you, <laughs> he's like, you know, fucking the parking situation is going to be terrible. I, I got to go. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh. There's like 30 people here. I, I have to fight with valet for my car. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Rob, uh, so that's what we're saying. Rob Font next for Algebra. I mean, not for Algebra, for um, for Jan, Jan, TJ for Algebra. Yep, great question. Uh, I would say check out the Frankie Storkos podcast, although you still can't. What oh, I was gonna say is, I oh, just I was gonna die. I, I was gonna die as a little burp, anyway. Um, I listened to their most recent episode, they're going on a bit of a hiatus. Oh, wow, summer, I think. Um, so so check out some of their, their older episodes, Front Kicks and Throw Cuddles. Shout out to the homies. All right, here's our boy Dave L, the the reigning FSP Fight Pick League champion, who is no longer in first place, by the way. Buried the lead on that. David S overtook it. There we go. Hey guys, Dave L here, and we had some questionable decisions last night. Uh, both could be debated either way, but I thought uh, Jan Sterling and Dern Torres both went the wrong way. Um. Regardless of where you come down on those particular fights, what are your thoughts on a requirement that every MMA judge has had at least one pro or amateur fight? Because it seems very hard for them to determine the seriousness of a strike. Like, if you've ever sparred moderately hard, you know that a tapping volume strike is different than a clean power punch. And you know what a miss strike that just glances off the shoulder doesn't really do anything. It does not seem like most MMA judges understand that. So thanks. Love the show. Let me know your thoughts. Great question. And I think something like that, it's hard because it's all done by the commission. Right. But I was thinking there has to be some, first of all, one thing we can do to improve judging right now is add two more judges. Right. Five judges per fight. Just fucking just do it. Mm-hmm. At least it just mathematically, there's more chances of fucking better outcomes. Oh, also, I meant to point this out about the split decision with Aljo and Jan. Uh, the dissenting judge, the one judge that scored it for Jan is Chris Lee. We all know that motherfucker has a terrible track record. Anyway, um, the... The requirement is interesting. I, I have thought about this before where I was, you know, been thinking like, oh, they have to uh, be at least a blue belt jujitsu, like at least understand like positions and, mm-hmm. and things like that to know like what's a dominant position and what's not and who's in control. Right. Sometimes the guy in bottom is in control, like, you know, certain things. Um, at least one pro fight is interesting or one amateur fight or one pro fight. I, I, I know for refs, they have to log a certain amount of hours before they get like, like, I think you have to do only amateur fights before you can get up. I don't think the same thing exists for judges. And I don't think the training is, is as rigorous All right. as, far as like being a certified judge. Hmm. I, I think we can start there. Just train them more. Like, cause like I know our, our boy T cross is a, is a certified ref and, and a judge. I think he did that simultaneously. I think people can just, do judging if i'm not mistaken because i've thought about doing it. i thought about fucking applying to be a judge it's like fuck it you know what i mean mm-hmm. um but uh 
I, yeah. I would say yeah. I, I think that 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 the, those I definitely like it as a concept. Like, the, the 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 bylaws can be changed. I mean, this is I've I've said this on an episode a while ago about the whole like you know every two or three years take your complaint boxes and try your implementation, you know, um, of like what people say about the systems, um, and just try to make it more advanced, more more, um, you know, friendly towards yeah. upset. Even necessarily like a complete box, but I like the idea of like every five years, maybe less, like Some, a, yeah. a summit between like all the commissions yep. and like the UFC brass or whatever, and just sort of get together. Like, let's fucking see what we can do to improve what, this what, are, yeah, what our problems are. Yeah. Yeah. They don't do that. They're not interested they, in progress. Yeah. Which they should be because, you know, there's, there's situations like, like the sport you know. is so young, you know? Yeah. And there's situations like last night where, where sometimes the judging feels a little, off um so you know i mean like and and sometimes you're like oh i think that the person won heavy-handedly but you know it's like you believe that there's no question in the sterling fight but you believe there's definitely a question in the mckenzie Dern and torres fight you know what i mean like it's like yeah it's one of those things like judging is so all over the place that motherfucker joe solis scored <clears throat> james kraus versus trevin giles scored the first round of that fight for trevin giles when james kraus had his back for four minutes yeah people are so fucked yeah i'm getting angry thinking about this yeah yeah to answer dave's question i think i like the idea of having one one amateur fight or at least just more training and some of that being live like i said blue belt and jiu-jitsu maybe log a certain amount of hours in muay thai sparring or something like that or not sparring necessarily but training and maybe mm-hmm. some sparring in there. Absolutely. In there. <laughs> yeah, I gotta get that in there. Yeah. Put it in there. Hey, hey, Juice, Leo. What the fuck is up, my friendly sparring family? Um, I just wanted to hear your thoughts. I asked our beautiful friend, Mr. Rhinoceros, the same thing. What was your biggest takeaway? Uh, from the last card Um, how about Mike making that donation that's a beautiful thing Um, also uh, I heard some booze throughout the card like people who do that are fucking retarded what was the last truly boo worthy fight that you saw (laughs) even though I hate that shit what was the last true boo worthy fight that you saw also uh Dave's sandy pants, you motherfuckers are taking everything I worked for. <laughs> Love you guys. Cannot wait to listen to the show. Uh gotta love it, dude. That was that was the homie Decrons. Um, forgot to to uh, introduce him before he sent the question, dude. The first part of the question was what's was our biggest like takeaway or mm-hmm. from that card? From the card, honestly, for me, the one thing I I learned last night that I didn't already know. The Hamza Chimaev is the real deal. That's a good takeaway. I think mine is um, don't go to Jacksonville. <laughs> yeah, dude. Fuck that, dude. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, um, Shout out our, our girl Shay, who's from the clinch pod, who's from Jacksonville. <laughs> Bro, the crowd is terrible. And that's not just Jacksonville. It's any crowd, really, in Florida. Honestly, music. any American crowd is... Yeah, American, American crowd. The American part. crowds have been pretty pretty intense. Um, so I, I would say... Um, 
maybe make the UFC make more money and do like 50% crowd. I know they're yeah. saying like, oh, it's like a ticket, but like make the charge the tickets a lot more and just do 50% crowd and see what happens. But there's still going to be, you know, some cucks in there. Yeah. It, it's, um, it's a, it's a double-edged sword, right? Because like on the one hand, like whenever we've been able to get cheap tickets, like I remember, I don't think we booked it, but there was one time when I, we were like the cheap seats in the very top were like 75 bucks a seat. And I was like, hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, and I, when, when they came to um, the boardwalk hall in Atlantic city, uh, I got like seats on the first riser for like a little over a hundred bucks. It was like, maybe I think probably 150 or something like that. Mm-hmm. I can't remember, but like we weren't that far from the cage. It was yeah. nice. And I was like, okay, yeah. Okay. This is great. But like when you have those prices, you're going to get some fucking shitheads. Yeah. 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 And, and luckily we're not the shitheads. <laughs> yeah. You know? We were the perfect audience for UFC 199. Dude. <laughs> Especially with the, with the fucking, we were like the only people there for the first fight. That arena was empty. You could hear the oh, fucking amazing. echoing of the elbows and the, and the punches. And, oh it was God. so good. Such a good fight. Anyway enough of that uh oh um and then what are some truly boo worthy i mean you know the only oh. fight that really comes to mind is the santos walker fight oh yeah boo worthy for sure because <laughs> like i said before i hate when people boo decisions i hate because you're you, you don't boo the judges they don't fucking hear they don't care like they're not uh, you know it's yeah, the fighter yeah. that gets in that that's dumb like and you you can boo if someone says something really stupid on the mic or like fucking whatever like when cody durden said the thing about the the chinese guy that he was fighting like <laughs> that deserves a boo you know what i mean like shit like that but just booing the like fighters yeah for no reason like okay if 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 the action is like terrible like santos walker boo go ahead boo like what's it called dave l said it was a fan losing performance mark j casey versus lava claus boo that's probably my one that i could think of that was a good shot on santos walker i couldn't think of that but my pick was like gkz um borshev yeah vlachislav borshev um was there another one where i was just like oh to be honest figure this out uncle santos was pretty bad too Mm. oh yeah not definitely not as bad as santos walker Mm-hmm. But still pretty bad. It's still pretty bad, especially knowing like Mangamed has that other gear that he just wasn't going to. I mm-hmm. was like, "Come on, motherfucker!" <clears throat> you know, do something. Yeah. Those are the yeah. That's I can't really yeah, think of any other for, fights for, that for I've been me, like, "Oh, I yeah. want to boo." Yeah. There's been some terrible fight. Oh, <laughs> I can't. I wish I remembered the first the first two fights of uh, UFC Columbus. I just remember those being really bad at me being like, this fucking card is going to drag all night long. <laughs> fucking A. Thank you, Decrons. You're the best. And here is the homie Rhino. Hey, Juice and Lee. It's your homie Rhino from the Combat Sports with Rhino podcast. So we had some incredible fights last night, and I'm sure you're going to have lots of questions about the specific battles that we saw from UFC 273. However, Due to your musical backgrounds, I'm going to go this way. For the Coco main event, which would be Burns versus Chimaev, 
assign a song. It could be a movie score, a musical number, something that you feel like that fight should have representing them as a song. Same thing for the co-main event, same thing for the main event. Assign a song to the co-co-main, the co-main, and the main event. Have at it. I love it. I can't wait to guys hear you guys' uh, responses to this one. Looking forward to it. Love you guys. Love the show. Talk to you later. Let's so let's concise. go fight so by good. fight. Um, what do you think? I love this question, by the way. Mm-hmm. What do you think for Burns Shemaev? Hmm. This one's a little tough because they're so they're both so good, but um I have mine. You want to hear okay, it? Okay, yeah, I do. Oh wow, the gutter. Oh, you did it just from the opening fucking boat. Of course. Come on, dude. What do you, you think? I'm not a Kohee fan? Are you crazy? Yeah. Good choice. Just, over just, my dead I want to play this for anyone who yeah. doesn't know the song. Hmm. At least get to like the fucking... Over my dead body Yep. These stars will let you know mm. It's over This shit does rip. So, Damn, this song rips. How much of this can you play? Not too much. Yep. Damn, shit rips. Yeah. Okay, shit does rip. Yeah, that's so a good you, one. So that's you a know. great. It's a that's a great song. That's Burns Shamayev. That's funny that you say that. Um. Especially the over my dead yeah. body, like <laughs> it's funny that no you quit. say that because because what immediately popped in my head was a song called "Once Upon Your Dead Body" by Coheed and Cambria, which oh, I think is really shit. funny that you said that. Hell um, yeah! But that, that doesn't really the wait once upon... the stakes of the gutter. The stakes of the gutter are more more match the the burns yeah. to my I like that one. Damn, shit rips. The song itself doesn't match it's the title, fuck. Yeah. Really just the touché. title. Touche. Um, touche. Um, Especially, you know what I should have played is the fucking acapella one of the gutter. That yeah. shit is so good. It's fucking great. Uh, hmm, burns to my... I'm like really trying to like play the... the... Mm. Let's do... <laughs> Let's do Show Me Your Booty Hole by Sayosin. <laughs> it's a good song. It's a great uh, song. Yeah, there it's it's funny and Show great. Show me your booty hole. Yep. <laughs> um so there's that one. Um What song would you pick for Aljamain and Jan? Death of a Bachelor by Panic at the Disco. All right. Mostly for the title. Right. It's fucking like everyone's like, oh, Yawn is like whatever, but he's like, it's fucking badass, whatever. No. Death of no. the Bachelor. Doesn't even work. Doesn't even matter. Um, wow. For them. Hmm. Really trying to, I'm really trying to like get something. You know what? Living on a Prayer by Bon by Bon Jovi. That's not bad. I see where you're going with that. Yeah. Yeah, you know. Doesn't matter if we make it or not. 
<laughs> That's how Aljamain was feeling when he was holding on to Young. Right. Fucking Pierre Young was living on a prayer, fucking trying mm-hmm. to escape that choke. Like, That's oh, true. Yeah. Uh, and then for um, for Korean Zombie and Alexander Volkanovsky, for me, uh, is Carry On, My Wayward Son. But it's yes. only like in a sad way to look at fucking yeah. Korean Zombie carrying on after he's done with this. Uh, I... I was, you know, I'm gonna go that same angle. I was trying to think of one for Volk. Come sail away by sticks. Damn. Come sail away. Come if this is his last fight, sail away with me. Dang. Yeah. Super sad. Uh, super sad, Holmes. Yeah. Um. Yeah, those are the songs. Those are the songs. Sure I guess I, I guess if you if you want to go for a, like a more positive one for Korean Zombie, you know what's a really good one that not a lot of people know the song, but you'll know the reference. Sweep the leg, Johnny from the Three Kings. It's literally based on the fucking Karate Kid. Like sweep the leg, Johnny. Like, That's a great title. Sweep the leg, Johnny. Sweep the <laughs> leg. It's so good. Okay. Like. That. You're a Korean zombie camera. Like, oh, you just, you could have had the upper, like, fucking yeah. just, just sweep the leg. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Hmm. All right. Good question, Rhino. We might have other ones coming later, but it's a pretty good question. It's a great question. Um, shout out to the homie Rhino. Um, he has a great interview this week with New Jersey-born Joe Selecki. Um, great guy. Can't wait to listen to that interview. And that, I think, concludes our voice questions. Okay. Um, Do we have any Twitter? Now moving on. Yes. No, we have We have a few Twitter questions, Leo. Not a lot. Um, let me just pull up my notes just to make sure, because I know we definitely got... Oh, I lied. We have another voice. I'm so glad I pulled up the fucking notes, dude. We have oh, such a great right. voice question from Pat Tobin. Oh, my God. I can't wait to play this question. Let's get it going. Hello, gentlemen. Patrick Turbin here. Hope you guys are well. Just uh, wanted to cash in on uh, the Volk victory. Fantastic performance by him, I thought. Uh, it's a pretty simple question. Volk said after the fight uh, that he wanted to the next fight to be the most deserving person. Now, clearly, I think that probably has to be Max. Is pretty much all that's left for him at featherweight. But if it's not Max, is there anyone else at featherweight you think is deserving at the moment or should he be looking to lightweight? Um, now, obviously, I think the Max fight will be next, but, you know, something might happen. He might Max might get injured. It might be another opportunity. I don't know. What do you think? Is is there anything else at featherweight other than the Max fight left to who he has technically already beaten twice? Uh, where does he go in that division from, from here? And uh, Juice, one thing. Congratulations, mate. Excellent pronunciation of Illawarra last week. Uh, so well done on that. Thanks, guys. Bro, I got to glow on that for a second, dude. I, when we were reading the, uh, when I was reading the tweet about the, the pub for Volkanovsky last week, and I was reading Pat Tobin's tweet and the thing he tagged me in, I was like, oh, fuck yeah. And I was just like, Illawarra. I did not know what I was winging it. I didn't know whether or not that was. And then I made that fucking, it was a subtweet actually, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, it, was, it was a, I was joking, but I was like, oh yeah, just unfollow me. Um, and Pat Tom was like, could never unfollow someone who just nailed the pronunciation of Illawarra. I was like, yeah, <laughs> call me up, call me up so much. So thank you for that. Pat. <laughs> uh, um, so 
like I'm really trying to think of who could even potentially give Alex. No, for, for me. Well, we're not talking about like who would give him like a. It's more like deserving necessarily. Yeah. For me, it it is Max. But if it's not Max, or if like you know Max is here, like he said, we can make a case right now for Arnold Allen. Yeah, I was about shot. I was about to say Arnold Allen. Yeah. I'm fine with giving him the cater fight as like sort of like a number one contender fight. Although, to me, it's not really a true number one contender fight because like if Cater wins, I mean, I get he had a really nice one over Giga just now. Like, yeah, you know, he's always in the mix. But like for me, Arnold Allen, and I mean, he's so well rounded. To to be honest with you, if Dan Hooker had beat Arnold Allen, we could have done him. Although they fucking trained together, that would have been yeah, and been they talked weird. about that. They were like, just let us get there before you're fucking starting to do this but and they never um, did yeah aren't Ar- dude if you start stan hooker like that that's a fucking that's a feather in his cap yeah i think arnold allen versus the uh versus uh calvin cater next is going to be first of all awesome fight yeah um but i is, think is that, that official i don't know I if know, it is no he called him out i just i don't I mean, know if I it is but i think it's it. a good it's a good next step um and if that is what happens then I would say, yeah, Arnold Allen. I mean, depending, because like we, we don't know what's going to happen yeah. with Brian Ortega after this as well. Because uh, both mm. Brian and Brian should fight a year. Yeah. That's it. Okay. Yeah. Um, what's it called? I remember now what what's. Well, I don't know if there's an update, but I, I remember Calvin called uh, or Arnold Allen called called out Calvin on the broadcast, and then he went on Ariel's show like the next day, and Ariel was like, "I talked to Calvin Matter, uh, Tyson Chartier. They said they're interested in that fight." He was like, "Yeah, I know. They already threw out a date, and it's too soon." I was like, "Hold on. Usually when you call someone out, it's like he's like, it's like I've only ever been called out. Like usually, right? Get a fucking like." <laughs> Now they wanted too soon. I'm like, hold on, pump the brakes. <laughs> Which I thought was hilarious. Huh. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, yeah, I think we should make the case for Arnold Allen. Yeah. I, I agree with you about you know Max as far as being deserving. Mm-hmm. Um, I did want to note that I want to say like, I really appreciate Volks and like, as far as like whenever Volkanovski is not fighting Max, he's my guy. And yeah. Like I said this going well, in, and there were a bunch of Korean Zombie fans who were, you know, biased as hell and trying to fucking whatever. I was like, this is a really going to be a one-sided title fight. Volkanovski is going to put a hurting on Korean Zombie. And everyone's like, oh, no, he always says that one bunch. Oh, no, Zombie. Like, listen, I get it. He's fucking awesome. And the world where Korean Zombie is champ would have been awesome. But that's not what's in the cards, baby. Yeah. Volkanovski's fucking pound for pound right now. I... Usman. <laughs> Yeah, I missed up the order of. <laughs> I picked. Uh, I mean, I picked Korean Zombie because I just I like the the idea of the story. Oh no, hell Did yeah, I, no, I know. It was just like, man, that'd be great if it happened. But I knew that that wasn't. Yeah. No, and I, and you and I are both. We we never like pick whatever. So like, if you but like I'm talking about the people who are like. Oh, it's going to yeah, happen. I yeah. pick like uh, definitively like you know. Yeah. People that dude, people gotta stop pretending they're not biased. We're yeah. all biased. Yeah. Even the act of trying to be unbiased isn't it's biased. Bias. Absolutely. So can stop. Like, yeah. You're here first on this podcast. Yeah. Well, thank you, Pat. That was a you fucking know. amazing question. 
and I'm I'm legitimately got warm fuzzies from the from hearing that I pronounced uh, Illawar correctly. So thank you for that. Uh, and now I'm yeah, we go back to the notes just to double check. We did this, 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 this. Okay, I got uh, before we get into the Twitter questions, I got a DM from the homie Phil, the MMA dude. He says, unpopular opinion, but I think Hamzat has a better chance against Israel at 185 than he does against Kamara at 170. Do you two agree or disagree? I don't think that's unpopular. I agree, but um, what was I going to say? If you were to put him in a title fight with Israel right now, he has some, some stylistic uh, he has a style that could present a lot of problems for Izzy, mm-hmm. but dude, he's had I think like one fight at eighty five in the UFC, maybe two. Yeah, because he Hamza? fought John. Yeah, Hamza. He fought John Phillips and he fought fucking Gerald Mearshart. It's like okay, you can't just go up there just because you're making noise at one seventy and be like, yeah, I need a title shot at one eighty five too. Like no, if you mm-hmm. go up, you got to fucking go through those row of killers as well. And there's some people that I think could fucking give Hamza some issues as well. Not saying he would lose, but like, you know, you don't just go up and fight, fucking fight Izzy. Um, but to answer your question, yes, I think, I think Usman is, is going to be, would be Hamza. Now that I've seen the Gilbert Burns fight, I, I think it'll probably be close. Maybe mm-hmm. he even goes the distance, but like, no, Usman is going to fucking be Hamza. But I do think Hamza probably beats Izzy. And that, wow. me to say. But it's true. Yeah. Okay. I'm not going to pick him. You'll never fucking yeah, I'm not gonna, yeah. easy. Don't get it twisted. But if I were to fucking say unbiasedly. If that were to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Fucking yeah. <laughs> Your face is like you have something else to say, but. I'm just trying to do. think of, of like a scenario in which. Yeah. I, yeah yeah i mean like izzy's izzy's like kryptonite is the the wrestler and like if hamzad is able was able to do that to gilbert burns in the first round if you know if he grabs izzy anywhere in that first round it's pretty dangerous so yeah and it's like you know if it it was just a striking match izzy would piece him up dude Mm -hmm. like he left so many opens like gilbert burns fucking left his face bloody as shit yeah yeah so yeah, at least with with Kamaru, he has some answers for that. But yeah, Izzy would not have yeah. any answers. So, yes. All right, thank you, Phil. And now we move on to the Twitter forum. I don't know if there are any questions there. To be honest with you, there might not be. Might just be uh, comments. No, we have one from uh, LT saying this still open. I'm going to reply yes. We Get are question in now. now. Like literally, just do it now. I've always said if you're I'm gonna say so be quick. <laughs> um if you are gonna comment, is it still open? That comment could have been a question that I would have read. That's all I'm gonna say. Next um, time, everybody. Is it- by the way, LT, one of the best fucking profile picks right now on MMA Twitter. That shit is sexy. All right, this actually is a question from Mr. Mick at Mixed Doodoo. 
says, why are Russian fighters so stupid and all doing steroids? (laughs) (laughs) I can't believe I fucking read that on the podcast. Uh, Well, Mick, uh, it's in their nature. I don't know what to tell you. If I can. You know who I believe it for the most? Alexia Linick. You think think he's on steroids? No, he's just got that grandpa strength. Never mind. Yeah. As I said, it's just fucking years of jujitsu. Um, if he was on series, we would have found out by now. That's true. But the fact that Jan and and by the way, uh, Olenek lives and trains in Florida. Yeah. Um, Jan trains in Thailand, where Usada doesn't really go. So that's mm, I'm very possible. Look into it. And why are they stupid? I don't know. Yeah, I fucking. Who knows? Who knows? We'll find out someday. We'll find out someday. Um, this next question is from Marley. Marley Halston. She says, how do you feel about Canelo Triple G? Um, Leo. Yeah. I don't know if you are up on this fight. Have you? I, I watched. Uh, I don't know if it's a trilogy. I'm pretty sure it's a trilogy. I, I think I watched. They're the talking about fight. making a trilogy. Yeah. So I definitely. So for, I, I watched both fights. The first two. Mm-hmm. For me. First one was a fucking terrible decision. Why boxing is so corrupt and why I don't fucking like it. Triple G won that fight. Yeah. And not just like, oh, it was called like that was a legit robbery. Like you fucking like who the like the the rounds they scored for the Canelo were just so bad. Like Mm -hmm. fucking really bad. I think Adelaide Bird fucked that one up, if I'm not mistaken. Really bad. Then the second fight, Canelo, but uh, by the way, the first fight was scored a draw, even though it should have been fucking win for triple G. Um The second fight, Canelo made the adjustments. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine with him winning that. Uh, but it was still a really good fight. The way Canelo has been looking since then, and the way Triple G is looking, I would not want to see a third fight because I think Canelo would just style on him. Not not style on. That's that's kind of special Triple G, but like, it wouldn't be as close as it once was. I would say, wow, that fight was like five years ago. Yeah, dude, it's been a it's been a very long time since they fought. Um, I didn't realize that. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I feel like. Yeah, I, I think Canelo's just too like he's just kind of running away with with his skills, kind of getting better over time. Um. He's he's always been a great boxer, but it's just like he seems to be getting better and better. Like if you watch the yeah. first fight, first fight or second fight, I can't remember, but I just remember like the idea was that you just couldn't knock Glovkin down. Like you couldn't take Glovkin out. Like any major power shots that Canelo had at him, they tired um, Canelo out fast because he was throwing a lot, and and Triple G was just taking those shots and just like okay, and I was like, and you could see that. Wearing on um, on Canelo's uh, morale, you could yeah. see a couple of times where he like would throw a big punch and then like breathe heavy right after he saw like oh like it, it wasn't like a block it was like a directly on the chin and he was like oh yeah okay. I think it was the first <laughs> fight but yeah I remember there was a moment in one of the like I can't remember which one um but there was a moment where Canelo showed he had a hell of a chin as well because mm-hmm. Triple G hit him with this fucking bomb just fucking big overhand. Canelo takes it and and then that just like fires back. Like you could see it affected him as well. It wasn't like he right. had no cell or whatever. Like you could see it affected him, he fires back. I was like, holy shit. Yeah. Th- I mean, we'll see. I but mean, I'll say I- like the, the guys that Caleb uh, 
I was I was thinking of the Caleb Plant fucking moment where he fucking punched him in the face. Um, mm-hmm. the, the guys that Canelo has been fighting are not like people I'm overly familiar with, and so maybe if, like if you're in the boxing more steeped in it, you know who these guys are. But like to me, they just seems like kind of like squash matches for him. Mm-hmm. Like the Triple G fight at least is interesting, and there's history there, and they're probably the most relevant name. Like who else is there for Canelo? I guess, but right. Yeah, I agree. I, I think there should be another one. I mean, I think yeah, that's what everyone's talking about. So we'll see. I think, and they're also talking about it for being like midsummer or uh, at the end of um, at the beginning of uh, August. So oh, why not Mexican well. Independence Day? It's always like a big boxing pay per view weekend. When is Mexican Independence Day? Are you talking about September? Oh. I think it's September sixteenth, and then like whatever the weekend is when they do the pay per views around that weekend. That might that might make a lot of sense. Although if if Canelo loses, then you know. Yeah, that's when they, actually that's when they did. I think the first one or the second, second, well, one of the fights I think was on Mexican Independence Day. Mm. I looked it up just to confirm. Uh, yeah. She also says, "Barada is the best cheese." Fight me. Okay. You know, but he, and, and I, by the way, disagree. I don't even have a good fight. I don't eat cheese anymore. But like when I did, it was like sharp cheddar. Get the fuck out. Or well, Gouda. Uh, mm, I always hated Gouda. Really? Because it's smoky. Like anything that's oh, like, yeah, like smoky, smoke. like it reminds me yeah. of meat. I'm like, no, sorry. Uh, no, I don't need the I meat. Want... Sorry. But bro, you know what burrata always reminds me of? Because the first time I ever saw burrata, mm-hmm. all about the bread on Melrose. Do mm-hmm. you remember those fucking sandwiches, dude? Yeah, we those were really know, good sandwiches. Uh, for our lunch breaks at BMW, they were so fucking good. Even like now living in New Jersey for as long people here, like a lot of places like make their own bread. It was like fresh bread. It's like every meal has to have fucking bread over here, bro. Nothing is held a candle to all about the bread in terms of the, the actual bread. Like the sandwiches were pretty good, but it wasn't like over the moon. It was the bread. Yeah. I'm just making sure it's still open. It is still open. Okay. Good. Yeah. It's so good. You should go there before you leave. A crunchy, a crunch to everybody. It was good. I'm probably gonna uh, oh, have good, that. I'm probably gonna have it today. <laughs> Drive all the way over there. Um, yeah. Uh, all right. Well, did you did it? Did LT send a question? Oh yeah. Let me refresh. <laughs> Let's see. No, no, he did okay. not. Well, I will. I will check back. Let's do our picks. I'll check yep. back. I agree. Um, so let's look ahead now to next week. We got UFC Fight Night Bilal versus Luki. Yeah, Luki. Yeah, it's Vicente Luki. Um, yeah, Vicente. Vicente Luki. All right. Um, so who do you have starting off the, the main card? I have uh, Pat Sabatini versus TJ Laramie. Okay. Um, are you on typology? No. God damn it. One. Two, three, four, five. Okay. That's six, I think. One, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah. Wait, one, two, three, four. God, I fucking can't count. Yeah, it's six. Um, okay. I got Pat Sabatini in that fight. I have Sabatini as well. Great. And then the next one I have is Andre Filio versus Miguel Baeza. If I remember correctly, I, Miguel Baez says the fucking Carmel Thunder. Yeah, that's his nickname, bro. I have uh, Baeza. Yeah, I have the Carmel Thunder as well. 
And then we got Mayra Bueno Silva versus Yanan Wu. I'm going to go with Yanan. I'm going with Mayra. Okay. All right. And then we got uh, Eliseo Zaleski dos Santos versus Monir Lasses. Bro, this fucking fight is going to be fight of the night. This is like the only interesting fight on the card for me. <laughs> I'm going to go with. Uh, I mean, Lasses. I'm kind of missing the main event, but it's not a main event for me. Right. Yeah. I, uh, I think I'm going to go with Lasses as well. Okay. And then, by the way, I'm your... not 100% confident on the presentation. It might be let's say, might be the silent Z in the end. Mm-hmm. What's your uh, pick for uh, coming? Oh, I got Ch- uh, Chow Bohayo versus Gadzi Omar Gadziev. I'm going to go. I'm going to go with Omar Gadziev. That's what I'm going to go with. I'm going to go with Chow. Chow. Might not even be Chow. Or it might be Kyle. Whatever the fuck. It's probably Kyle. Anyways. Uh, uh for your for your main event choice. Uh I'm gonna go with below. I'm going with Vicente. Okay. Great. Below's a good pick though. It's a really tough fight. It's a close fight. For both of them. They've, I, they've I, fought before though. They have? Yeah. I think Vicente beat the shit out of him. Okay. So I'm this not is mistaken. Two. Hold on. Let me just look back in his. Yeah. Uh, TKO in a minute, 19 seconds of round one. This is back in, it's back in 2016. I, don't, okay. I remember specifically watching at Dave and Buster's when we used to, when they used to have those fucking in the event rooms or whatever, they would mm-hmm. like have it separately. I remember specifically watching it. That's why I remember this fight. Hmm. I want to say Randy Brown also fought on that car, but I could be wrong. Oh, it was 205? No, yeah. Oh, no, yeah, he did because 205, Randy Brown fought Mickey Gall, I think. No, that was 217. I was there live for that. Holy shit. My timeline is all fucked up. It's okay. Those are our picks. I'm sure I will forget them before Friday of this week, so very excited to remind myself later. Fucking A. Let me just go back. One more LT. time. Yeah, let's see. Uh, 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 and nothing. Sorry, LT. But shout out to him anyway. Go give him a follow. He's one of the best. Yeah. And if you ask a question today, more than likely we'll answer it next week. Maybe. Yeah. Probably. Yeah, probably. Wait, I wonder if he tried to send a voice question. Uh-oh. No, he didn't. No, okay. Interesting. Well, well, that's okay. We'll uh, we'll go ahead and shout out our patrons, and I will let you guys know where you can follow me at Leo GH two one one three on G. Wow, Gmail again. <laughs> just send me a fucking yeah. email. Yeah, just send him an email. Say, hey, bro, where can I follow you? Yeah, where can I follow you? Yeah, and then uh, it's my handle for Twitter as well, and other things uh yeah twitter and instagram there we go that was it yeah it's tired uh you can follow me at friendly spar pod uh don't really follow me anywhere else yep don't try don't try 
And just going to go ahead and shout out our lovely patrons right now. Yep. We're all set to go. These are the people who make this podcast possible. Big shout uh-huh. out to APB, Sandy Pants, Alex from mm-hmm. Jersey, T-Cross, Fee, mm-hmm. Dave L, mm-hmm. Jimmy the Drunk, mm-hmm. Tricky Dick, Mix the Man, Anonymous, David Everett, Wholesome MMA, Brian Shea, Dave, a.k.a. Nobby Buckles, Super Manly Nick, David S., Decrons, Harry Andrew, Cakes, and Q.A.R. The homies. They are the homies. Thank you all for listening. Thank you all for being our patrons. And we'll be back next week with more fight talk and more plugging. Or not.